0: You know, when you're having to crawl out of a hole, all you have is yourself and your thoughts and your feelings. And you've gotta do some real serious work to get them things back on track because you're in this space of just feeling your feelings in on top of like, in a kind of dark spot and so you've got to figure out like how we how are we pulling ourselves out of this energy how are we pulling ourselves out of this state of mind and being and for me I realize we have to fall back into love with ourselves and to wanna you know get up and wash our face and brush our teeth and take a shower and do our laundry like that requires love you have to you know love yourself enough to do those things welcome to on the cusp of something beautiful a podcast for conscious creatives who are on the journey to reconnect with their authentic soul self i'm your host michele imani and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self Each week you'll be hearing stories from creatives across all paths, sharing their lessons, their wins, and how following their intuitive guidance has allowed them to show up authentically. Along with guest episodes, I'll be sharing my own creative journey as well as the personal wisdom and insight I receive from my spirit guides and cosmic team. I believe that when we reconnect to our soul essence, we are able to show up more authentically in the world and with that comes a deeper connection to our creativity and abundance. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back to another episode Of on the cusp of something beautiful. Um, I am back. You're back. We're back. Um, And I really wanted to come back on and close out this season properly. So this month is our last month together. And I'm going to be touching base and just updating you all on where I've been and what I've been going through and all of that, and so I was like, I have to, have to, have to make sure I I get back on track. I want to close out. I want to feel good about closing out the year. I want to feel good about closing out the show. And I know I had to take a a pretty gnarly hiatus, sabbatical, <laughs> if you will, um, just to get my my mind together and my myself together. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so this today's episode is gonna be about grief and self-love. And once I get into the crux, is that the right word? Yeah. Once I get into the crux of the episode, you'll find out why. But before I do that, um some really cool and fun things that I'm working on right now, um, especially for the brand, for On The Cusp Wellness, I'm working on a new website I'm super excited about. I can't wait to launch it and share it with you all, and and that way you can find everything about me, my offerings, the podcasts, show notes, and episodes, and all of that. It's just going to be one beautiful hub of all things On The Cusp Wellness, so I'm really looking forward to that. I've just been feeling so kind of all over the place. Like there's a podcast over here. And then there's like, you know, offerings over here, courses over here, or Oracle card readings are over here, and then social media is over there. And having a website is just gonna bring all of that together. Everything gets to live in one space. And I'm really excited about that. So fingers crossed, no hard deadlines yet, but the goal, I would love to have it done by this upcoming weekend because I have some cool things coming up that I would like to be able to showcase on the new website. So that being said, I have a panel discussion coming up, and I'll share more details about that um, in next week's episode. And also make sure you're following me on Instagram at On The Cusp Wellness, because that's where I'll be... um, um, What's the word? That's why I'll be sharing more information about it. And then as well, if you are signed up for my newsletter, um, Sunday's communion, which you can join, you can sign up for in the show notes. You'll also get some details there. So either social media, join the newsletter, um, join the mailing list, which I highly recommend. Uh, But yes, you have a couple of options as far as getting more insights and then I'll share here on the show. I am relaunching my course, which I'm very excited about. It is going to be a self-paced course. So typically I have been teaching them live, in person, and I just, you know, I'm at a place right now where that is just not feasible. Um, you know, I'm just working with a very limited amount of time, being that I work full time. <laughs> so that being said, I've just been feeling called to um, get the course up so that way more people can access it and it's not being um, bottlenecked with just me because I have to teach it live or whatever so that way you know it's self-paced. I'll be recording um, all of the videos and everything like that and just reformatting the homework assignments. Um, so I have a lot of really cool ideas that I'm really really looking forward to implementing. As far as the course and if you're interested, I'd love, 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 love to have you sign up, join. Um, I will be giving more details about that because this um, the course will be launching in the new year. So um, uh, by, by the time we close out this season, which will be, I believe, the last Thursday of this year. Can you believe that? The last Thursday of this year? I believe the last Thursday of this year is December 29th. So you'll have all the details and everything as far as the course and how to access it and how you can join and more information and all of that um, around then. So I'm super excited about it. And what else? Yeah, I think those are my two biggest updates that I have for you all, three biggest updates. Website, panel discussion coming up. Um, That'll be December 17th, time to be determined. Um, then the course, course is relaunching and I'm going to have some of the offerings as well, but that's just kind of them things that have really been motivating me to get back on the horse, if you will, you know, so really getting back into my business, getting back into onto the podcast and just, you know, getting, getting the machine running again. (laughs) Everything literally fell apart. I fell apart. My life fell apart. Work fell apart. My business fell apart. Everything just fell apart. So, you know, I'm I'm excited to be slowly pulling the pieces back together. The, the this last month of 2022, and then you know next next year, it's just going to be a whole new song and dance, new structures, new systems, new, just new, new, new. <laughs> new me, who it is, no, I'm just kidding, Um, just different, you know what I mean, like, you know, and you're just like, okay, this shit's not working, we just need something different, like, I that's, that's what 2023 is given, just different, and I'm going to be leaning into that as much as I possibly can, and stepping out of my comfort zone as much as I can, and just finding ways to do things that just really align with me, and, and, just the path that has already been laid out for me Um, and not trying to like my, I think my biggest thing is I'm always trying to reinvent the will and I just don't need to do that. (laughs) Like there are better ways to utilize my time and energy and effort and reinventing the will. That's, that's not one of them. So I'm, you know, less. listen, lessons learned, lessons learned. Okay, so all that to say, I know I've been crazy MIA and I just thank you all for your patience and hopefully you were able to catch up on some episodes from last season or this season, um, share some episodes with some friends and maybe you revisited some episodes, but I just, I'm super grateful for you all. So thank you so much. And um, yes, please don't hesitate to reach out on um, Instagram, at onthecuspwellness. I am starting to check my DMs again. And, um, or on email, at, not at, uh, or on email, f- yeah, at on the cusp collective at gmail.com. Sorry, y'all, I'm exhausted. It just like hit me like a ton of bricks a little bit. I took a shower and I'm like, whoa, we are sleepy. But it's okay, we're gonna give you this episode and I'm going to bed, <laughs> <laughs> going to bed extremely early tonight, which I'm, I'm not mad at. It's like right now it's 7.45, so I'll be in bed by 9, which is great. Okay, so for our creative tea, okay, some, some music for you all. Um, I think my next few creative teas probably going to be some books because I've been deep in books for work. We have a book club that I host and I have I have literally been reading a book a month since June. <laughs> so I have got some quotes and some takeaways and some insights for you all. And I know lately I've been like heavy with the music because i just, music just lights me up so much. It's like my first love. So I love sharing music with people. Um, it's my love language. <laughs> so I love you all so much. But I... Um, I was super inspired by the Arctic Monkeys, so they are one of my favorite bands and I'm very much looking forward to seeing them on tour next year. I've never seen them live and I was like, I am going to the next show. I don't know when they're going back on tour, but I'm going. And then um, I saw saw that they were re-releasing an out, al- not re-releasing, that they were releasing an album. So this album came out in October and it's called The Car. And I was like, okay, The Car. So, um, you know, like I like pre-saved it or whatever. And then once it came up, I listened to it and I was like, wow, this is a very, very beautiful album. And I haven't listened to any of the interviews or anything like that, which I need to, because I'm just very curious as to what the inspiration behind the title is, like The Car. Like usually, like their album titles are very interesting um but the car I'm like what does that mean (laughs) so I need to go I know they did like an interview with I believe with Ebro and like some other interviews that I saw on Apple Apple Music um so I'm gonna dive into that just because I'm so curious but this this album has so many really great special moments for me now this is just like these are my opinions my thoughts my perspective I haven't looked up anything, read anything. This is just like when I listen to this album, these are the things that come to mind for me. So all that to say I am not a music critic <laughs> at all. I'm just I'm just highlighting some some motifs that I found throughout the album. And so with this album I deeply appreciate how hard it leans into the 70s. But one thing I think that really makes this album so fantastic to me at least is that it really made me appreciate their previous album, *Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino*, so much more. I feel like I understood the album a lot more, even though like I had a pretty firm grasp of what the album was about. I read the all the um, so Apple Music has like um, for certain artists who are like you know more established, they'll do like a huge debrief or you know whatever and so for their tranquility base hotel and casino album it kind of like had like a little breakdown of each song and what the inspiration was and da 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 so like i already had like a, a pretty firm grasp of like what like like why they created this album and what their inspiration was but listening to the car i was like oh i want to go back and listen to tranquility base hotel and casino because it reminded me so much of that album but yet so different to me it felt like to me, it feel like the car was like everything that they couldn't do in Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. They did it in the car. And so I think it, they, these two album, albums just pair really well for me personally. And so after I'd already listened to the car a few times and I like got, you know, really got it into my system, I went back and revisited ho- Hotel <laughs> Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. And I was like, yes, I love it. These two albums together, are they're perfect, they're amazing. <laughs> um, so I was going to highlight a couple of songs that really stood out to me because of certain elements within those songs really stood out to me because they reminded me of just other artists or other bands or other genres. So I Ain't Quite Where I Think I Am is like, oh my gosh, one of my favorite songs. I mean, to me, it feels like the ARC, the ARCs, which is Dan Auerbach's like third side band. He has like, the guy has like four different bands, (laughs) but I love the ARCs. They're great. And they have a new album coming out. If it's already, if it's not already out, Um, I haven't checked since I I, um, added the car, but they have a new album coming out. And this song, it was just like, so, it was big it had so many really interesting moments, lots of like 70s funk. Um, and it was just fun and groovy. That's what it is. It's it's groovy, it's fun, it's groovy. And then um sculpture sculptures, if anything goes, is another really great track. Body paint has this really cool for me, it reminded me of like like a very Beatles-esque kind of moment during the bridge just with the harmonies and the um, the percussions and all that. I was just like, huh, this is giving me kind of like a Beatles vibe. And then the car. So like the, what do they call it? The title track. <laughs> um, the car gives me a really beautiful radio head vibe. And there's a scene in the Ozarks. And I believe, I know it's the first season, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure it's the f- the end of the first episode. And it's like Jason Bateman's character is like looking over this cliff, you know, they just moved to the Ozarks after their life fell apart. <laughs> and it's like kind of phasing out from like a really tight shot of Jason Bateman into like this huge kind of like wide, like drone-esque kind of image. And they're playing a Radiohead song. And I'm pretty sure it's The Gloaming. I did not go back and, and like, sorry, y'all. I didn't research. I didn't do my research. But I just, every time I hear the song, I, I just get that visual from that scene in the show. That's, that's why I'm pretty sure, I know it's Radiohead and I'm pretty sure it's The Gloaming, which is one of my favorite songs by them. But um, that's the scene I see whenever I listen to the car. I just see that scene of Jason Bateman Jason Bateman's character just <laughs> looking over this cliff in the middle of the Ozarks, like, what the fuck have I gotten myself into? And um, so I thought that was really cool. And then Mr. Schwartz is another song that reminds me of Radiohead. And in a way, just I I just feel like it just the in a way I feel that it complements the genre, just that the alternative rock genre. I love, I love alt alt rock music. It's ugh, it's the best. Um, and then last but not least, and, this, and these are literally just songs that I, I pulled out. They're like, oh, this reminds me of like this or oh, this reminds me of that. But the album as a whole, for me, 10 out of 10, I think it's a great album. And I think that, actually, you know what? I'm going cause I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me do this last song and then I'll like fangirl some more. But Hello You, Another beautiful track. I mean, when I, this album for me, it's like, it's like butter. That's what it's like. It's like audible butter. It's just smooth. It's refined. Like they've grown so much. Like, okay, again, I'm getting ahead of myself. Hello You, (laughs) beautiful song, love this song, and there's a breakdown, there's this amazing, stunning, gorgeous breakdown that reminds me so much of Tame Impala. And I say all these little points to say the Arctic Monkeys on their own are such a phenomenal band and group, but I really appreciate these, these very specific moments again for me there's the I mean again this is like my perspective my insight um what comes up for me but I just appreciate all these little like pockets that they had within their own authentic composition that reminded me of other bands and it wasn't in a way of like oh this sounds like a tame Paula track like it was done so beautifully and so tastefully it was like a oh, like a nice little surprise. like, oh, that's an interesting moment. You know, it was like that. So I'm not trying to say, you know, this this album sounds like this, this, that, and the third. I just wanted to hit on some moments that to me felt very special because they felt very reminiscent of these other groups and bands that I also enjoy. So there's that. (laughs) Very in-depth review of the Arctic Monkeys the car and what i was going to say was i really feel like between the the previous album that i mentioned Tranquility Base Hotel and & Casino and this current album they have refined their, their sound so much within these two albums cuz don't get me wrong i love the very grungy gritty like ruckus arctic monkeys like i recently and recently being like a few months ago got into like their first album or their second album humbug it was their first album i don't know it came out in 2009 humbug because i heard um i heard another track and i was like where is this i was like where is this song from and i and i found out it was off of that their one of their really really early albums called humbug which is a Really awesome album. For that to be, I think, like their second album, it's pretty fucking perfect. Um, so, but just to like, and I've I've listened to almost every Arctic Monkeys album except maybe two or three. So, out of all of the ones that I've listened to, just to the progression of those albums to where they are now, for me. I'm blown away at how much their style has changed, but I really love it. You know, there's some artists here like, oh, they sound so different. Like, damn, I wish they, you know, still sounded like blah 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 blah. you know? But, you know, like Jay-Z says, if you want my old album, buy my old, oh, no, what did he say? Oh, hope be on that new shit. Niggas be like, how come? Niggas want my old shit. Buy my old albums. <laughs> I, had it, I was like, wait, how'd that line go? There you go. Like Jay says, you know, if you want my old shit, go buy my old albums. So when, I, when I'm when i feeling like, damn, I want to go listen to some old Arctic Monkeys. I listen to all, the old Arctic Monkeys. When I want some real grown and sexy shit, I listen to the new Arctic Monkeys. So I just really appreciate where they're going musically and how much they've evolved and grown and refined their style. It's grown. It's sexy. It's like, you know, dim the lights and pour you a glass of wine. That's what it is. it is. It's a great album. I love it. Um, what else? Okay, so some other music that I've been heavy into is a bit of ballet funk. And I have some songs that I'm going to link in the show notes. I met up with someone in the community I manage for work. And she's Brazilian. So we've been having so much fun sending music to each other. So, um, she was like, have you heard of, have have you heard of sango? And I was like, have I? I love (laughs) sango. And, uh, so now I've been like deep into my like Bali funk and like going back to a bunch of old mixes that I found on SoundCloud that I had like in my, you know, saved in my library and all of that. And it's been really fun. And she's been like, she was like sending me all these like beautiful documentaries about the culture of Brazil and the people of Brazil. And I was just like, yo, I cannot wait to go to Brazil. I was like, girl, take me with you when you go. Cause, you know, when you go to Brazil, you gotta go with folks, you gotta go with some people. Or be like <laughs> tour guided up. But I don't really like that. Like, I, you know, when I travel, I don't, I don't wanna be, mmm. Mm, not for a country that I'm going to the first time. Like, I like to be what like where's like where is where's where's where the happenings happening? <laughs> like I like to be in the scene, you know what I'm saying? Like where the where are the people going? That's where I wanna go. And so, you know, but you know, you gotta be with folks who know who know where to go. Um, okay, so other music that I've been listening to, back into my ballet funk, back into a little bit of favela. Um, and so yes. I have heard of Sango. I love Sango. Sango. And I got into um who was it? I found this other song from it was a DJ mix, and I'm trying to remember which mix. This is a from Shock Alliance, a DJ based out of Brazil. And man, what mix was it? Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, I think it's before uh ah. Before Going Deeper. There's a mix that he has called Before Going Deeper, and this song is on that mix. And it's called Cupido by DJ Zulu. And it's pretty damn boppy. I'm just going to say that about, say it like that. I was going to play a mix, of like a a little snippet for you all, um, but I don't currently have it pulled up. I can try to pull it up right quick, though. Let's see if we can pull it up right quick. I'm just going to play like three seconds of it because it's it's pretty darn snazzy. Okay. Let's see. Here we go. 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 Give me a second. Give me a second. Wait, did I not add this song to my... Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Child, let me search it right quick. DJ Zulu, DJ Zulu. (laughs) Y'all gonna see, wait. Hey. Wish I knew what he was saying. Hey, hey. Huh. I'm gonna let y'all hear the beat drop. All right, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's enough. Um, so that song? I was like, oh, what is this? Who is this? And I think I was trying to Shazam it and I could never, like, it would never come up. And I'm like, yo, I have got to find this freaking song. And I think I eventually just, um, I commented on SoundCloud. I was like, yo, can someone tell me like where to find, like what song, like what's the name of the song? How can I find it? And someone linked the YouTube link for me. And I was like, thank you so much. So I found it, added it to my Apple Music. <sighs> she a bop, honey. That's a little bop bop. Love that song. And then another song I've had in rotation. This isn't Bali, funk or anything like that. I'm pretty sure this is more Afro beats. I'm not sure exactly which side of the Afro beats it falls on. There's so many like sub 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 genres. I don't think it's. I'm a piano. It might just be like under Afro beats, but. This song is called Balenciaga, no, sorry, Balancier. (laughs) Balancier. I'm trying to remember how the song goes. And this is another song that I found off of a Align mix. I love Align. He's one of my favorite, 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 favorite DJs, and I cannot wait for the day that I get to see him live. Um, So I found this track off of his mix that I listen to basically every day because it comes on right after one of my affirmations that I listen to. And um, I'm usually like in the middle of doing yoga or like um, body work, which is like sit-ups and push-ups and planks and stuff like that for me. But love this song. I'm going to play a little snippet of it as well, just because I I want you all to hear what I hear. Okay? I want you to hear what I hear. Here we go. hey all right that's it so yes i'll link both of these in the show notes i'll link the mixes that i got that i found these songs um on in the show notes and y'all have fun (laughs) let me know if, if you like it let me know if you find anything else on the mixes that you're like oh girl but this one right here though because um, I love, like, listen, I can, we can, hmm, we can trade music now all day if you want to. Totally down. Um, so that's, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Other than that, I've been playing Apple Music playlists. Um, there's a playlist that I've been listening to called Concentracion, and it's a bunch of Latin, like, lo-fi, chill vibe artists and songs that are really dope, and what else have I been listening to? Let me pull up my uh, recently played section. Yeah, it's, it's been that Concentración um, playlist in a bunch of Sonic Yogi, which is um, like Tibetan singing bowls and rain music and Native American flutes, which, you know, when I need to calm my spirit down. I, that's what I listen to. I was listening to Alana Rey the other day. I was in a real born to die mood. Um Renaissance. Oh, I finally listened to Meg the Stallion's album. We're going to talk about that next week. Yeah. We're going to talk about her next week cuz she she was she was cute. I was like, oh, "Okay, Meg, my my bad girl." I kind of, you know, I wasn't sleep. I just forgot. That's all. Um but I listened to it and I thought it was really great. That was probably my first Meg the Stallion album that I've listened to all the way through. I've listened I've like sca- like scanned some of her other albums, just like looking for like little bops to add to some of the playlists that I've, that I'd be working on or whatever. But this is the first time I was like, yeah, let me listen to her album. And I just played it all the way through. I thought this album was great. I thought it was really, really great. I felt like her musicality has definitely, she's refined her musicality a lot. And I think it shows in this album. So kudos to her. Um, and then... Yeah, that's all the cre- the creative tea I have for you all. Oh that was a lot. It was like 30 minutes. Okay. Um <laughs> Okay, now let's let's get into some real, 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 real shit. <sighs> Deep breath. You know, these past few months have been some interesting months, not only for me personally, but for the collective as well. I've been recently reaching out to a few people in my sphere, and they've just been sharing very similar sentiments of what I've been experiencing and feeling. It's just like, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. It's been, um, you know, just just life just been happening. Life has been life And it's just, it's been a lot it's been a lot um and so you know oh god where do I even start I guess I can start with my dad came to visit me <laughs> um my dad came to visit me on what was it September 23rd through the 26th and that was my first time seeing my father in about 10 years I believe About 10 years, yeah. And I'd say, all in all, how many times have I seen my father in my life? And I'm not talking about like Zoom, not Zoom, FaceTime calls. Like, we do FaceTime pretty regularly, um, or like talk on the phone or whatever. Now, it hasn't always been like that. But we're at that place now. And I want to say this is probably my third time. Aside from when I was, a ch- like, when we left California, I was, like, around six years old. That was, like, the age that I'd last probably see my father. Um, and then the next time I saw him after that, I was 16. And the next time I saw him after that, I was maybe, um, I don't I'd say, like, 21. I know it was, like, right after, I know it was, like, a couple of years after high school. So I may have been like 21. Hell, I may have been like 18, 19. I'm trying to think how old my sister was. I think she was like a toddler. Yeah. I'm, or was she born? I, oh, okay. Somewhere around there. I think I was like twenty, twenty-one, And then um yeah yeah because my sister was like I remember her asking questions yeah she was she was definitely there she was like maybe four or five um and then recently (laughs) just in September that was was the third time I seen him so it was like a very like I I didn't really know what to expect I wasn't nervous I was definitely excited then I was just like oh wow like He's going to be, like, staying here. Like, he stayed here in my apartment. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, that, that, that that's, that's never happened before. Like, I've never, we never s- slept in, like, the same area before or, like, anything like that. So, it was just like, okay, this is, like, new. But, you know what? We had a really, really, really great time. I showed him around Santa Fe. Um, I ended up taking him to um, a friend of a friend's. Um, like, they had, like, this hip-hop musical that they put together, which was pretty damn good. I was very surprised. Um I was like, oh okay, wow, like this is legit. <laughs> um and we just we just, you know, we talked. I took him to a couple of spots that I really like to go to and like had breakfast and we had lunch, we had dinner, all of it. Um and it was really nice. Like I for the first time in my life ever, I felt like wow, like okay, this is what it's like to have a father. Like this is what it's like to have a dad in your life. And, um, it was great. I feel like it felt very, I was surprised at how like natural it felt. And I think that's just a testament to like how far we've come in our relationship just through the phone and FaceTime and all of that. Like we've definitely have, like our conversations are deeper. Like it's just not what it used to be, what it used to be given. I was not interested. I was like, I used to dread, like anytime you call me, I just be like, oh, like this is going to be like a boring, so unpersonal, like phone call conversation. And it's not like that anymore. And I think that really showed through when we hung out and when we spent time together. And um, I just felt like there were a lot of, just um, things that got healed during that weekend, you know? and um and that was beautiful and then the next month so like a couple of weeks later maybe like two or three weeks later um my cat passed away and that was pretty fucking hard especially because I'd say the week or two before just before that up into that point I had already been just kind of wobbly kind of on shaky ground and just emotionally just going through these little blips of just like, just kind of being thrown off my game essentially and trying to find my footing again. And we were just getting into a really busy time with work. And by the end of that work week, my cat had passed and I was just done. I was like, I'm clocking out clocking out of life, like, clocking out of everything. Um I couldn't clock out of work cuz we were in the middle of a launch and um so I wasn't able to like, you know, take any time off or anything like that. So I had to just fucking persevere through it and the best the best that I I could and it was a lot and it was a very heavy time emotionally, mentally, spiritually. I was just like how could y'all do this to me? I don't understand. This is like the shittiest upon shittiest upon shittiest timing ever. And um, I was mad at myself because obviously a part of my soul uh, agreed to do this shit. And I was just like, bitch, why? What the fuck? I was upset. If <laughs> Y'all can't tell. I was highly peeved. And um, and I had to just let myself like feel it. If I was mad at myself, mad at my guides, mad at life, whatever, I felt it you know, and I knew that I had to feel the anger. I knew that I had to feel that heartbreak and feel that just, the like, just, I mean, ugh. for someone who already deals with, um, what do I, what do, how would you put it? Like, I'm gonna say blips. The word blips keeps coming up. Like, just blips of just feeling deeply, isolated and alone and things like that. Um, This was a really hard lesson to learn because now I'm like, fuck, I'm like actually legit alone now. Like there's the animals gone, you know, like, like, wow. And, um, and I, and I definitely know that that's, there's a lesson in that as well. And there is beauty in that. For sure. I'm not going to act like, okay, yeah, I I can just go on vacation and not have to worry about who's going to watch my cat or who's going to like come and check on like, yes, okay, I can totally and 100% agree that there are some upsides to, you know, having gone through this experience, but there was some really, really, really down, down, downwardly low sides as well that I had to come into acceptance around and and just really get an understanding that you know obviously this timing was shit for me but in the same breath you know whenever it was going to be his time to transition into the next realm it was going to be shit timing <laughs> i don't really think um you know maybe not during a really high crazy time with work no that wasn't fun but you know even if it wasn't a during a, a really crazy high time at work it's it's still with it it would have hit the same. I feel like you know it was, definitely would have hit the same, and um, so I had to just like kind of you know woo saw around that. Like, hey, listen, this is a part of life. It was going to happen one way or the other. Um, there was no you know getting around that part, but um, but yeah, it just it was just like here today, gone tomorrow, and and I think just that that shock of just being like, oh, wow, like my whole world is just completely flipped upside down now. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would be a little bit different if you, I don't know if he was like, he had cancer or something or like a tumor, like, you know, you like, you just know his time is coming. Um, but for him to be, you know, he was pretty healthy. He did have a thyroid condition or whatever. But for the most part, you know, like if you looked at him, he was up and running around and jumping on shit and hopping off of things, <laughs> you know, like, he was fine. Um, so that was, yeah, that's, you know, that's, it's tough. It's tough. And I'm not someone who has dealt with a lot of death. I haven't had anyone close to me pass away. Um, I've had relatives pass away. Yes, of course. But they weren't like people that I was, that were in my world every single day or people that I talked to every day or that I I saw every day or anything like that. You know, they were, they were, um, relatives that I didn't have an extremely close relationship with so it didn't yeah it was sad but it wasn't like oh damn like now I don't see my aunt anymore or oh no nah, like or, oh darn like now I don't see you know my this person anymore because they already they already weren't someone that I was I wasn't seeing every day I know I just like jacked that sentence up but y'all know what I'm trying to say and so just having that everyday reminder of like this thing is gone that was that was rocky for me. That was really rough. And um, at that point, I went into full-on survival mode. And I was just like, I got to get through work. You know, like, and yes, everything else in my life fell to the, waste, the wayside. I went through a two-week, a solid two weeks of just grief and depression. And I think it took me really like a full month to just finally get into like, okay, Let's move forward, like this is we we yes, like we'll continue to process moving forward, but we cannot just sit here in this space anymore because it's not helping us um, and you know, I will say I allowed myself to cope very authentically, I leaned really heavy into laughter, I always do when I'm in a really dark space, and um. You know, laughter is medicine for me, for sure. And I watched really inspiring documentaries. I watched um, The Redeemed Team on Netflix, which I highly recommend. It talks, it's about the um, U.S. basketball team, U.S. Olympic basketball team. And, you know, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Kobe's in it, which I was like, oh, my God, Kobe. (laughs) And um, you know, it was really about resilience and learning how to take some really hard knocks and building yourself back up and figuring out a way to move forward. You know, obviously it was in the realm of basketball, but you know, the lessons are the same, whatever. <laughs> and then I watched Viola Davis' special with Oprah, which was like, oh my. Gosh. I first of all, I didn't know anything about Viola Davis and I didn't realize that until I watched this special. I was like, wow, I have never clearly, I've never researched Viola Davis. But all I knew is that the girl can act and whatever she's in, I'm watching it. Period. So just hearing her talk about her her upbringing and her story and you know, seeing where she is today, I mean, incredibly inspiring. You talk about perseverance. So, you know, that was like really helpful and supportive for me. Like, yes, I'm going to be in this space. I'm going to film feel my feelings. And when I watched these two documentaries, it was the weekend that my cat passed. So, like, you know, this was like very real time, me processing this. And so being able to take these nuggets of inspiration from other people's stories and other people's experiences and to really just offer some encouragement for myself was really, really helpful. You know, not to say I wasn't like bawling during the middle of all <laughs> these documentaries, but at the same time, I think it was very helpful to just you know have these stories of inspiration to really kind of like lean into and, and just you know to give myself g- grace. Like we're we're hurting right now, and that's fine. You know, we can we can we can be hurting, and we can also be you know leaning into things that are nourishing as well. So here's what greet greet oh, Jesus, my language today. What's going on, y'all? This me talking to spirit. What is going on with my mouth? Okay, so here's what grief has taught me. Maybe I should need to slow down and enunciate my words. Or is it pronunciate my words? I'm being extra now. Let me stop. Okay, so here's what, what grief taught me. One. It's okay to be an utter mess. <laughs> it's okay to be an utter mess because you will see the light again. And I had to really be mindful of myself when I was being very harsh and judgmental. Like we're in a very peculiar space right now, and we just need to allow, allow ourselves to be and not and not ridicule and criticize and and all of the things because. We're, we're hurting right now, you know, like that's not helpful. Second thing that I learned, it's okay to take a break and honor your space. Oof. I, I had so much guilt and then the guilt turned to shame. And I really, I wanted to come back to podcasting in November. I was like, yeah, November, I'll come back, you know, I'll take a month off and just get myself together and process and November, I'll come back. And then November came and I was like, "Hmm, maybe after Thanksgiving. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I know for a fact, we have to come back in December. We have to close out this season, right? I will not feel good about going into the new year, just leaving y'all hanging like that, like that, no bueno. I don't like it. I don't want to do that. Um, And so I was like, all right. like," And I think that's why I'm like all over the place today. I'm like, I am, we haven't done this in a while. I didn't realize I'd get that rusty that fast. Jesus. But um, I was like, fuck it, whatever. We're just going to show up. We're going to do it. If we need to re-record it, we'll re-record it. You know, it is what it is. But I, you know, I had to give myself that space. I did. I had to give myself that space. And um I will say it was I will it was a powerful lesson of like, uh uh-huh, This is why it's so important to be ahead in your content. So when shit hits the fan or life gets real rough, um, you know, you're not you're not breaking any systems, you're not breaking any any flows or infrastructures or anything like that. And so that's something that I am really, really, really Going to integrate next season is to be at least a month ahead at all times. You know what I mean? Um, because you just never know when life is going to start life in real hard. And I don't want to disrupt our flow or disrupt, you know, the vibe and everything that the show is going and the momentum. And it's so funny. I, I'm pretty sure the last episode that I did, I was like, I'm on a roll. (laughs) Oh, life is so funny. Nonetheless, here we are. Um, And number three, what grief has taught me. Use these experiences to fall back into love with your souls, gifts, and talents. And that was a really, really, really deep one for me because, you know, when you're having to crawl out of a hole, all you have is yourself and your thoughts and your feelings. And you've got to do some real serious work to get them things back on track because you're in this space of just feeling your feelings in on top of like in a kind of dark spot and so you've got to figure out like how we how are we pulling ourselves out of this energy how are we pulling ourselves out of this state of mind and being and for me I realized we have to fall back into love with ourselves and to wanna you know get up and wash our face and brush our teeth and take a shower and do our laundry, like that requires love. You have to, you know, love yourself enough to do those things. And um, that was a really powerful message for me. I was like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, let's just, and it was slow. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't like <laughs> like busting down my whole apartment in one day. Absolutely not. It was like, you know what, today let's, let's make up the bed. Let's make up the bed today. Um, You know what, tomorrow we'll do laundry. Maybe the day after that we'll wash the dishes. You know, it was like incremental. And going back to that, you know, that love piece, I recently asked my soul a question around, you know, why it's been so difficult for me to stay consistent. And I just wanted to know, like, what is this creative block that I've been experiencing you know I start and stop things all the time and then I judge and guilt trip myself back in like onto the hamster wheel and I think that was another thing that kind of kept me away from the podcast because when I think about the energy and the effort that I was having to put into the show um on top of like working a lot and that's just something else that I have to like kind of nip in the bud for me so that way I can have the energy and the capacity to show up here on the show because one thing I do know for sure, I don't feel called to close this chapter out yet. Um, You know, obviously I don't know how long I'll be doing this show for, but for right now, for the foreseeable future, I see me doing this show. So I know that's not the thing. You know, like, I know it's like, you know, sometimes you do have to kind of check in and be like, mm, are we complete with this? Like, are we done? And I don't feel complete and I don't feel done. So I was like, we have to figure out a way to not, like, this shouldn't feel so hard. And not hard, like, it's hard to put the show together. It's just, it just felt like, how do I put it? What am I trying to say? Like, effortless. You know what I mean? I felt like I was grinding on the show, for the show, and to put the show together and to assemble the show. And that, I was like, I don't want to go back to that. That doesn't sound fun to me. (laughs) That doesn't sound like, oh, yes, let's go do that. I was like, we got to figure out a way to make this more easeful because I want this to be easeful. I don't want this to continue to feel like this heavy lift, this heavy pull, And so I was pulling tarot cards when I asked my soul this question, and the card that I pulled was the lovers, of course. And immediately I heard, you have to fall back in love with your creativity. And I was like, okay. And even more recently, I've come to understand it as an opportunity to deepen my self-love through my creative expression. Like This is how I show my love. It's just how I said earlier in the show, you know, like me sharing music, that's my love language. And it really is like, I love sharing music with people. And and I have to do the same with my creative outlets and the things that I do, my different creative mediums. Like it has to come from a place of, I love myself so much that I want to share this with you. You know, I want to give this to you whatever platform medium that may be because I love it so much and I enjoy it so much and it lights me up so much that I want to share it with you. I want to share it with people. And I'm going to read something that really stood out to me with this card, um, this lover's card. And one of the keywords, words, so with the way the tarot deck that I have, the way they have it set up, it's like they have um, like, a, like a journal prompt and then they have like keywords of what the card represents, and then it has like the card's explanation. And so the key word that this card said, or that the or that the um what is it? The the look the little booklet said was a nudge to ask what you would create if love was the main ingredient. And I said, huh. What would you create if love were the main ingredient? And I thought, wow, that's deep. And it reminds me of a similar question my friend Cora asks me all the time whenever we're you know, just chatting and catching up and I get really caught up in like the illusion, right? Like this earth plane density. And he always asks me, is this coming from a place of love? or is it coming from a place of fear? And very often my reply to that question is it's coming from a place of fear. And it's taken me a while to come back to podcasting because I've been trying to figure out how will this time be different? You know, like I don't want to keep sh- feeling this energy of grinding and forcing and pushing. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel like oh yes this is something i want to continue to do <laughs> you know like and i've been manifesting that very same energy into work forcing pushing willing myself to do and it's exhausting it's exhausting so as i as a commitment to myself to my business my future you know i'm to i'm to time determined, Lord have the mercy, we almost done y'all, my brain. I am determined to allow myself the space and grace to show up differently for myself and for you all. And, you know, going back to what grief taught me, it's okay to be a complete and utter mess. (laughs) You just can't stay there. That's all. And, you know, I'm sure we've all heard the phrase, you have to have a breakdown before your breakthrough. And so as much as I could, I I resisted every urge to judge myself. My apartment was a mess. I didn't make my bed for like two weeks, y'all. When I say like I didn't make my bed, I mean like there were no sheets on my mattress. No pillowcases on my pillows. I was sleeping in between my comforters, So my comforter was folded like, you know, like hot dog style. <laughs> and I was just sleeping in like that. Next to two piles of clean clothes, you know, so it was real, real over here. And with all that to say, like, I realized that that wasn't, I'm like, I know that this isn't my natural state. And I think, like, whenever I would want to judge myself or like anything like that, I'm like, I, this is not our natural state. I know that this is not me on my best day, would never, <laughs> ever, <laughs> like, ever. And I was on the phone with my mom one day and I was like, you know what? I was like, this. I know this isn't my everyday. I was like, me me and my best, like I just said, me and my best would not be okay with this right now. But me right now, this is what it is. And, you know, like this is what it is. And I felt all my pain, all my emotions, guilt, sadness, loneliness, betrayal, Like I said earlier, I felt like my guys betrayed me. I felt like I betrayed me. I was like, sis, why would we sign up for this? Why would we choose, why would we elect for this experience to be a part of our journey? Why? Girl, what? And you know what? I'm still trying to figure out the lesson of like my cat passing. I'm really trying to figure out like, what was this, like, what was this supposed to teach me? Unless it was just meant to catapult me into the next phase of self which I feel like I'm feeling like maybe that's really what it is. But, you know, we, we go through these experiences and I just want to really want to encourage anyone who may be going through something similar or just, you know, a really rocky or shaky emotional time, mental time, just allow yourself forgiveness when and where you can find it. That's, that's, what I had to do, whenever I felt really, really, like, just, just super guilty about, like, what could I have done differently? What could I have done better? Like, you know, especially more specifically around my cat, you know, like, I should have taken him to the vet more. I should have done this more. I should have did that more. Oh my God. Like, how come I didn't do all these other things when I had the chance? And um, it was really easy to be like, you know, this is my fault. I was negligent. I was this. I was that. And I I would just have to like, just whenever I would catch myself in those moments, I would ask my, my, my sweet furry baby, (laughs) I would ask him to forgive me. But I knew every time I would say that, you know, oh, please forgive me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I knew that was really for myself. Like I knew I had to really forgive myself at the end of the day. And through this process of grief and just everything just coming to a halt and just, you know, just realizing I I, I just don't wanna, I don't, I don't wanna keep creating unsustainable practices. That's really what it's coming down to at the end of the day. Um, I don't wanna keep creating unsustainable practices. And so, you know, my final realization of this whole experience, just everything that led me up to the point of my cat passing and even everything that's been transpiring beyond that is how are we allowing these experiences to propel us into the next aspect of self, the next manifestation of my soul's purpose and destiny, um, you know, and my birthday is coming up soon, In a couple of months, which is like, holy shit, how is that already happening again? (laughs) But, and I have these really two awesome manifestations that I'm calling in right now that just lit me up so deeply and it got me excited. And I hadn't felt excited in a really long time. And so that's the thing now that I'm learning it's like, how can we continue embarking upon things that excite us? and and what is the correlation to these things what are the correlation of these things and the person who I am needing to become in order to manifest these things in order to bring these things into reality and so that's the journey that I'm on right now is what does that version of myself feel like you know how does she think what else does she want where else can she go and so that being said excuse me, that brings us to our journal questions, which I'm going to close out here. And so our journal questions are, number one, what is blocking you from showing up consistently in your creative expression? Whatever medium format that may look like for you, what is blocking you from showing up consistently in your creative expression? Two, what would you create if love were the main ingredient? What would you create if love were the main ingredient? And that goes, when you answer that question, just allow, just allow your mind to go wherever it needs to go. It doesn't even, don't try to make it seem like, oh, I have to figure out like, what, like what's my creative thing that I'm gonna, no, what, period, what would you create if love were the main ingredient across the board, it doesn't have to be art or a song or, you know, anything like that. Like, maybe it's like, you know what? I want to invite all my friends over and like host a wine tasting or host a dinner party. I've always wanted to host a dinner party. So maybe I'll just like, you know, get some little hors d'oeuvres, like whatever, whatever comes to mind for you. Think about that. What would you create if love were the main ingredient? God, that question, like, just. Every time I say it, every time I hear it, I'm just like, damn, that question's deep. <sighs> love is infinite. I mean, you can le- legit, like, choose anything. You can pick anything. <laughs> and uh, I'd love to know, honestly, if you if you answer that question and or if anything comes to mind for you, please feel free to reach out and message and share with me because I would love to know what some of you all's answers would be to that question. <clears throat> Excuse me. My voice is going out. It's getting... We're getting tired. Okay, last, last, last question. Here we are. Question number three. What does that version of yourself feel like? And what else do they want? One thing I realized when I was um, figuring out these two manifestations as they were like kind of coming through like, oh yeah, like, oh yes, I want that. The biggest thing I realized with these two manifestations is that it doesn't stop here. And I think that's probably one of our blocks when we're when we're calling in these really awesome things. I think one of the things that hinders us from receiving that awesome thing is we think that's the end of the line. Oh I get that, and then I'm done, you know? And what I had to realize is these two manifestations that I'm calling in are not the end of the line. They are the very beginning of what I can create for myself and a lifestyle that I can create for myself. And so once I started seeing it from that perspective of, oh no, 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 if this isn't, we get this thing and then, okay, now I'll start from ground zero on like, what do I do next? It's no, no, this is the beginning of what can I what can I have next? You know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's just a different intonation of the question. Like, what can I have next? If I can have this thing, what can I go get next? You know, what can I call in next? Not even going to get, what are we calling in next? And so that was a really huge shift for me of just expanding my mindset and expanding my beliefs. So, wow, this episode was a lot longer than I thought it was going to (laughs) be. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I feel like I just just be telling y'all all my business. Oh my gosh. All my business. (laughs) <laughs> but I have to. Oh, I have to because I just have to, man. I can't let this stuff get get like, mm-mm. we can't keep backlogging our creativity and like stunting our growth. And, you know, a lot of this shit is just me outing my shadows too. And, and I want to encourage and inspire you all to do the same in whatever format. And method that you have for yourself even if it's just you know a, a, a good close friend or hell maybe you post it on social media I don't know but the more that we can like just bring this stuff to light for ourselves and not hold it in not allow our sh- guilt and shame to keep us stuck and small and feeling like we can't share our truth or speak our peace like and that's another thing I'm going to hit on really soon you know I know I, I talk a lot about like you know, speaking your authentic truth and all of that and something that I that really has come deeply into my awareness. Mm-hmm. And again, I want to, there's gonna be a whole episode about this. And i but I'm still having to like just kind of formulate my thoughts on how I wanna present this to you all because it's very deeply personal things that I've only have barely shared with anybody. Um, but I just realized this is a really huge shadow for me that I need to release. And that's the other side of that authentic truth is your darkness and those very shadowy pieces. That's your truth as well. Yes. It's the, you know, my authenticity and my style. And this is how I show up. And this is how I talk. And this is what I do. And blah, 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 blah. That is great. I'm down for the count with all of that. Yes, boo. Show up all the way you 100. Yes, please do. But there's also those, that underside, that underbelly of truth that is that That is our darkness. That is those secrets, that deep pain, that deep hurt, that deep shame, that deep guilt that we have to speak on and release and let go. And it's not fun. It's not easy. But it's real. It's my truth. It's whatever your truth is. That's what it is. You know, and and that's another piece of acceptance. This is what it is. And um, yeah, I'm going to leave it with that. <laughs> ah, deep breath. Thank you, spirit. Thank you all so much for listening. Whenever you hear this episode, I deeply appreciate you all. And I hope you all know that. And um, you all have a great rest of your day, evening, night, morning, weekend, whenever you're listening to this show. Um, I love y'all deeply. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next week. Bye. Hello, beautiful being. I just want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. If there's anything that you heard in today's episode that really resonated with you, go ahead and send it to a friend who could use a dose of insight or inspiration. And if you're really feeling about it, leave a rating and review, letting us know what you enjoyed about the show. Until next time. Bye.